Hello, hello there. My name is Moe and my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys and this is The Real Show with two E's. We're going to shrink down really small. Nice. Quantum. Quantum shrinking, Corey. Is that nice. right? Okay, sure. Because we are reviewing Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Look, Murray. We're a bit I'm ma- shrinking. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> You're so small. I can barely oh. see you. I can't even see you. Oh, I've got to get my back up now. You're so small. Quantum. Quantum. quantum I'm back. Quantum. Look at that. Boom. Quant- boom. Quantum Mania. Yep. Boom. Quantum Mania. For the Reddit listeners, I just pulled my chair now. You did, yeah. <laughs> and you can listen to us on uh, Amazon, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast, YouTube, we're there. You can watch us, our video version, The Real Show, The Real Show, YouTube channel, The Real Show, Real with two E's. I like how you always lead with Amazon. I always lead with Amazon. We're there. Not, we're not a sponsor, <laughs> by the way. Jeff, if you want to sponsor us, Amazon. Even though we are on we, will, we yeah. are We are on Amazon. Technically, I think it's like Amazon Music or something. I think so. I always call it Amazon Podcasts. Yeah. But everyone's got a podcast Everyone streaming has one, yeah. service. Amazon, whatever. But this is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Correct. We both, we've watched, both watched this. Yep. I Disney discovered Plus, this on, on Disney+. Plus. I was looking for a movie. It was movie night. Oh, yeah, nice. And I thought, oh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. We'll give that a watch. I've not seen it in the cinema, but we'll, we'll give it a go. And we're reviewing it now because as of today, or I think yesterday, June the 7th it is. Might not come out today, but today is June the 7th. Uh, Avatar 2, Way yes. of the Water, has come out on Disney+. Plus. You're a fan of Avatar? Do you uh, like tall blue women? I enjoyed men? I enjoyed the first one. Yeah, me too. I have I no. I in- remember it, but I <laughs> yes, so do I. I uh, but I have no interest in seeing the second one. I remember enjoying it, and I do have interest in seeing the second one. I don't. I want to. I want to get back into the world of James Cameron's Avatar. I think nice. the CGI, the alien planet, were interesting. But this is not the alien planet. I was asked many times when I was watching this film, "Are these aliens? Is this out of space?" And I was like, "No, it's not." It was hard to explain. There's the, there's the sci-fi meme of you throw the word quantum in front yeah. of something and then it becomes spacey. Yeah. But this is not really spacey. It's like they're all just really small. It's like a microscopic They're all really universe. small. and te- te- I mean, as much as they... You can understand the confusion for aliens. I mean, there's a weird, like, blob man. And there's a blob there's man. The, like, the guy who's got... I don't even know what it is. Like, a weird, like, light... Not a light bulb, but, like, the cylinder in his head that fires whatever it is. Like, oh, yeah, Whatever yeah. that is. Um, I always weird. think it was like a torch head. He's got a torch on his yeah. head. Yeah, shines the la- the laser. Like out. yeah, weird. It's a lot of and there's a couple of humans down there. There's a guy that can read minds. Yep, that's right. Um, it's understand. It has sci-fi elements, but mm-hmm. yeah, but they are, yeah, they are just really small and they're in like a thing. You can tell what we keep up to date with Marvel. Yeah, we are. We're really good at Marvel. <laughs> What's the quantum realm? It's <laughs> a thing. A small man, he's got a torch head. He's got a torch head. There's a little red guy. He's there's got a, like blobs. There's a blob. He's got no holes. He gets holes eventually. You know that guy was played by um, David uh, Dashmalion who played Kurt in the first two. The, oh, the kind of okay. European, Eastern European guy. Yeah. So and he, he was also in uh, James Gunn. There's a uh, giant face. Friend of, yeah, there is a giant. That's Modok. <laughs> it's Modok, and it's not Pan Oswalt, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, as people will know, that Pan Oswalt played Modok in kind of like a stop motion animation Marvel series that's yeah. on like Disney Plus's Star thing or whatever they call like the serious. But the, the, the adult ones. The yes. adult ones, yeah. And you know, Modok goes around swearing, but uh, in this one, Modok is David Cross, who yeah. is uh, shrunk. It was yellow. Yellow jacket. Yellow me. jacket. Yeah. Also known as was it Derek? his name Darren Darren Cross Darren sorry yeah, yeah. I call him David Cross gets shrunk down gets shrunk down really small and found, we thought he died yeah we assumed he died he was found in the quantum realm yeah found by, by like Kang, Kang and <laughs> then turned into Modoc, <laughs> who was a giant the head. mechanised organism designed only for killing 
Yes. Or it used to be called the mechanized organism designed only for conquest. You sometimes called that, but conquest is spelled with a K. Yeah. Like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, but which, obviously because Kang is called Kang the Conqueror yes. you can't really have two beings designed for conquering which, so Modok is used as killing as form. also Ant-Man points out it should be Modoft 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 yeah because there's an F in it's there, an F in there. Well, sometimes the F is like it's, it's acronyms it's acronyms. like, well, like, it's, like it's, if, if it's like oh something and the and won't count yeah, the and won't count <laughs> exactly count. do you know what the difference is between an, acroni- an acronym and an, no. and an initialism no I'll tell you Corey. go on then MODOK is an acronym because okay. the words MODOK is for mechanised organism designed yes. only for killing that's called MODOK but like if you take something like the FBI you don't say FBI do you it's FBI uh, okay. and those letters do not form a word right so you say FBI that is an initialism okay. whereas like NASA yeah is the the is something. it National Aeronautical some Space Agency or whatever? Yeah. It's and that's because those word those letters spell a word, so that is an acronym. That is NASA. Whereas okay. like FBI, CIA, uh, GCHQ is uh, initialisms because those letters do not form a word. I'm assuming it still counts as an initialism if it's got a number in it, like MI5. Yeah, it does. Yeah, MI5. That's okay. still an initialism because you're not saying MI5. <laughs> MI5. 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 Sasha Baron Cohen, why don't you do that? <laughs> Borat, where do you? Borat takes it. No, I can see that, you know. So Borat takes an, like an internship at MI5, yeah. and he goes, My first name, Mi5. Such a fine quote. Come on, we're we'll writing for you. Yeah, exactly, we'll writing for you. Borat goes to the UK, and he gets the job at the MI5. And he's going, My first name, Mi5. I love Mi5. And, and he does not change it. He doesn't say MI5 once. Yeah. He goes around saying that. Oh, Borat, we're playing That's the Nintendo right. Wii. Which me do you want? I want me five. <laughs> me five? <laughs> Can't figure anything else has got me in it. <laughs> My me knowledge goes, gone. James, uh, James Bond, what, what agency was he in? He was me six. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh... Uh, we have too much fun on this show, Corey. I think we need someone else to any 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 excuse to do an impression, it, of, especially a Borat. Yeah. yeah, any excuse to do an impression. It's been a while since we kicked on, out a Borat impression. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Just that one off. Speaking of Borat, a person who yeah. isn't Borat is Paul Rudd. <laughs> True. Uh, who he is is Ant Man. It'd be, it'd be weird film. if it was. Yeah, he's Ant Man in this film. He, he was. I think it through the MCU, mm-hmm. Paul Rogers Ant Man. He's had a couple of like little appearances there, he Endgame pops up. And, and, and Civil War. In, uh, Civil War, yeah, Infinity War and stuff like that. He's but he was in the quantum realm while Infinity War was happening. When yes. Thanos did the old Thanos. Hence why he could come Thanos back. Snap, exactly. He came back because a rat ran over his little console. <laughs> yep. And saved that rat. Shout out to you, that rat. Yeah. You saved the universe. He pops out of the quantum realm, and now he's back. It's been five years, I think. I always yeah. get confused. I thought it was three years, but now it's five. I can't remember. I think it was five years, because of the blip. They called yes. it the blip, because everyone, like, dusted away. And then they came back five years older. They explain it in Spider-Man. Yeah. And now his daughter, uh, Cassie Lang, hmm. has a machine that can communicate with the quantum realm. Correct. That's where their mother, that's where um, Hope's mother was. Yes. It's a big telescope and thing. A big telescope thing. And it communicates, and it communicates with uh, the villain of this film, which is Kang. Yes. Uh, Kang the Conqueror, he's, uh, he's been, uh, they call him like an outcast or something. He's been banished by the other Kangs from yep. the multiverse. Because if you as you watch Loki, we all know that Kang is the sort of overarching yes. uh, villain of Loki, who was behind the Time Masters and whatnot. 
and has thousands and millions of variants. There's a lot of Kangs. Of By the end Kangs. of this film, we see a lot and of that, Kangs. Exactly. And that is the... Obviously, maybe we should put a spoiler embargo. Who's seen, who's seen Ant-Man in the Wasp Quantumania? Yeah, everyone raise your hands. Yeah, everyone raise your hands. <laughs> spoiler, obviously, for Ant-Man and, and the Wasp Quantumania. One of the things that, uh, that I thought was a bit strange about this film is it's called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Okay. Whereas there, well, there's Ant-Man, yep. and there's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. Now there's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yep. What will the fourth Ant-Man film be called? Ant-Man, Ant-Man and, and the Wasp Quantumania um, add-on suffix. Yeah, something. Borat goes to my five. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it's going to be, whatever the the suffix is for the next for the next Ant Man film. Well, isn't they they do like secret not secret wars? Sorry, yeah. like the Kang Dynasty. That's the next Avengers film. Yes, or, or it should be. Yeah, then they're doing secret wars after that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they've got the next. What phase is this? Five. So I've got, five. I've got the wiki up. I've got the old wiki up here. What was it? Uh, well, yeah, I think we're in five going into phase six. Phase five, yeah. yeah. Um, released on February 17th, 2023, as the first one with phase five of the MCU. Yeah. So, flipping Hector, we're, we're, we're a long way in. We're a long way in, Corey. We are. And you know what? When it comes to this film, I saw the first Ant-Man in cinema. Uh, I think I did too. Very much enjoyed it. I did I... see the second one in cinema. No, I didn't either. Uh, I remember liking the second one a bit more, probably because I liked Ghost. I, I liked the first one a lot. I thought this is really fun, it's very enjoyable. And then I watched the second yeah, it's one. It's like Iron Man, but you can go small. Yeah. Granted, when I watched the second one, one, it was like pretty much when it came on Disney Plus, whenever that was. Mm. Uh, and two, I think I had it on in the background. I think it was like, a, I'm going to be doing something for like two or three hours. I need right. something on to, for my attention. So I think I put So like, I wasn't fully paying attention oh. to it. Um,. But I really enjoyed this. For some reason, I think I thought, oh, I'm going to go into this thinking it's going to be okay. It's not going to be great, but it'll be fine. I thought, here's what here's my go taking of going to this. Yep. I thought this would be bad. Guess what I mean? For some reason, I thought it's going to be okay, thought, but it won't be great. You, you get like there's sort of an internet zeitgeist. We might take on to a horrible tangent here, so I apologize yep. about that. But there's an internet zeitgeist of when something comes out that it's immediately sort yes. of rated or levelled by people who see it and that kind of trickles down to social media and Rotten Tomatoes and whatever. Apparently as well, on a down to little tangent, IMDB, I think, are changing how their ratings work. How so? Uh, I think if you give anything like a one star, I think it's like you're going to review all the reviews to see if they're like, re- like not real, but like if they're a mick take or not. Essentially, they're going to try and stop like TV shows and films getting review bombed and getting like bombed, yeah. So I think they're doing something to make one stars less effective. If, right. I don't know, something like that, because it happens all the time now. Yes, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> this may have been the point with this film, yeah, because it got sort of slated. I don't want to say it got slated, but but there was sort of mediocre to bad yeah. reviews in it. Like let's say mixed. You know, the praise of like performances and and but there was a heavy influence on visual effects. There was a lot of critique to the to the plot and sort of a sort of a tonal departure, kind of in the way that Thor, th- Thor three, sorry, my my tongue's swelling up. Thor three, yes, um, and how Love and Thunder got um, yep. taken down in the same way by saying, well, well, it's nothing like the other two Thor films, and even though everyone hates the second one anyway. Yeah, true, but. Uh, and there's the tonal shift with like gore and stuff, and then you, you yeah. know, you know, where they're all kooky. I'm in a log cabin. There's a big alien writing on the wall. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And oh, I'm a I'm a bad CGI childhead. That kind of thing. Yeah. 
this sort of suffered the suffered the same fate, unfortunately. Yep. Being saying like, well, it's so different from the other two Ant Man's. It's kind of like, oh, we're trying to do Guardians of the Galaxy. The way that Thor was like, oh, we're going to try and do Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. When you can't really do Guardians of the Galaxy unless you are Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Because that, but that speaks to not only in the MCU, but also how good Guardians of the first Guardians of the Galaxy film was. It was kind of a lining in the bottle of hold on, no one knows who these characters are. Yeah, well, it, it almost feels like when it comes to Marvel, you have a couple of different camps of either, right, we're going to be, like, just, just you know, serious cinema and, like, a, a nice thing, like, like Infinity Warning, and it's like, this is going to, massive box office, going to be a great story, nice arcing thing, and all these great characters and whatever. And then, then it seems that you get, like, your comedy ones, which are, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. And it seems like Guardians came out and it blew up. And then they were like, right, okay. So now anything that's a comedy, I feel like always is trying to be in that same vein, whether it's Ragnarok or whether it's Ant-Man or whether it's mm. whatever else Marvel comes out with. Um, this felt like a meld, and I felt like, I, I think that's a negative point. This felt yeah. like a meld where it's like, hold on, here's this character called, right, let's take Modoc for example. Yes. Here's this character called Modoc, big character from the comics. Correct. Right? Big, giant head, sure he's got a bit of a goofy look, but yeah, he can be like threatening as a villain and whatnot. He's this big me- mechanized guy. He's got like buzz saws and laser guns and rocket missile, whatever you're called, uh, rocket racks, whatever yep. they're called, you know. Fire loads of missiles and fire loads of lasers and whatever and guns. He's got like a mini gun and stuff. And he's got loads of buzz saws and, and swords and whatnot, you know, really threatening. They call him the, the in this film, they call him the hunter and they say he's going to, he's going to kill everything in his path and oh, he's going to da dee da. And then the mask comes off and he's this, <laughs> You know, quite a fat head of Corey Stoll. Yeah. And they go, oh, you're you're Darren Cross. It's you, Darren Cross, from the from Ant-Man, right? They might as well have said that. Yeah. And they show this whole montage of scenes. I'm like, well, how do you want to take this character? Do you want to take him as in he's a joke? As in he's a, you know, pathetic, ineffectual joke? Or do you want to say that, no, this guy's an efficient killing machine and he's scary and serious? But yeah. But what? Yeah, so when this film came out earlier this year, now, granted, I, in terms of, like, uh, characters and comics, I didn't really know anything about MODOK. I only know MODOK from Marvel vs. Capcom, and that's pretty much it. Um, So I can't, this isn't like, you know, Moon Knight, where Moon Knight comes out, and I'm like, oh, oh, uh, oh, Black Widow's a better example, where, like, Taskmaster's a villain, and I'm like, I don't like how they portray Taskmaster, because it's not Mm -hmm. how he's meant to be. I... Can't really go into that because I don't know who Modoc is. Well, Modoc isn't Darren Cross. I can tell you that for yes. free. Um, but I was like, it, I still got the feeling that I'm like, okay, you had an idea where you wanted this weird redemption arc at the end. And I'm like, I don't know if Modoc was the person to do that. Yeah, with. exactly. However, yeah, technically, yeah. it's for multiverse, and maybe there's going to be an, another Modoc, yeah. which is the actual one, and this is just like a little comedy thing. Oh God, is it like that? Who was it? Is it like the Mandarin? <laughs> It's like the Mandarin, isn't it, from Iron Man 3? Yeah, but at least this would kind of make more sense. Well, no. The thing with the Mandarin was... I've got to explain the Mandarin now. Yeah, you do. The Mandarin is a big comic character, a big Iron Man villain. You know, the Ten Rings. He's got these magical alien rings. He's like this sort of very priest character. He's like a lot of religion and a lot of sort of occult stuff, right? And... And they turn in then Iron Man three and all the trailers for Iron Man three. The Mandarin is played by Ben Kingsley. Yes, fantastic casting. He's gonna do a. He's kind of like this sort of uh, Middle Eastern terrorist leader mm-hmm. figure, and he's like, some people call me a terrorist. I'm a teacher. 
America, yeah. are you ready for a lesson? And I'm like, oh, he's so cool. He's got the rings. He's got the, the cloak. He looks like a, the comic character, but he's reimagined. Awesome. When the film came out, uh, it was revealed, you know, plot twist, M. Night Shyamalan. Yep. What a twist. That the Mandarin is a, a, a fake man, an actor. Yes called Trevor Slattery, who's a British actor, played by Ben Kingsley, playing Trevor Slattery, playing the Mandarin, yep. who was hired by the real villain, which was Guy Pearce or something, yep. as whoever his character's name was. I can't remember. No, I can't. But he was the real villain. And at the end of the thing, Guy Pearce is covered in flame because of this super soldier serum, and he goes, I am the Mandarin. Yeah. And you go, well, you're not, are you? Yeah. And then it was revealed that in the all... Um, Long Live the King short, because in those Marvel, they did the one-shots. They did one where, ben, where I was say Ben Kingsley, but Ben Kingsley was in prison because <laughs> yep. he got arrested in the film, and he was revealed that there is a real Mandarin because the interviewer turned out to be a Mandarin's agent, and he had yep. the, like, the Ten Ring tattoo, and it was real. So we don't know whether Guy Pearce didn't invent the Ten Rings. He just stole it off the yep. real Mandarin, and the real Mandarin's out there. So we'd so. No idea, but it's, it was like, I thought it might have been like that. Maybe this isn't the real MODOK, and there's another MODOK. Yeah, well, like I say, it's the multiverse, anything multiverse, can happen. Yeah, exactly. Another great, char- another great couple of characters in Quantumania. Go on. If you're a Mandalorian fan, you might recognise uh, KTM O'Brien as Gentora, the sort of queen. Uh, on, the, on the wiki, she's described as the human-shaped leader. I'm not sure where they are all kind of human weird shaped. organisms and some of them take okay. the shape of humans. I mean, that would make sense. They might take the shape of a red blob man or, or, a, or a guy with a huge torch on his face. See, see that would make sense because I'm like, you've got all these like, aliens who are very clearly like, aliens. It's like, why are aliens things. in Star Wars? And it's like, why is there like, just like two humans here that are, like definitely shouldn't be here? Why are aliens in Star Wars? What I meant to say was, why are humans in Star Wars? Why are, it's like that yeah, kind why of are aliens in why Star aliens Wars, Marie? Kind of weird that, yeah. put an alien in it. They're really branching out with this Star Wars thing, aren't they? Why isn't Jabba the Hutt just a man? It was. Big, he was a man. He was a man. <laughs> he was originally. a man. Maybe, maybe I should say Star. Maybe a better argument would be Star Trek. Yeah. Well, no, because Earth exists in Star Trek, so that wouldn't be a good idea. Earth doesn't exist in Star Wars. Well. So that would be, well, as we know. Yeah. Uh, but our front two wants to disagree with you there. Exactly. 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 <laughs> it's actually Geonosis. <laughs> but uh, thank you. That's a long reference, which no, uh, one's, yeah, no one's going to get. Yeah. <laughs> My argument is that because Earth and a planet isn't in Star Wars, as they say, um, people wonder why humans... How did humans, like, evolve or something like that? So it's wondered that, like, humans-shaped this queen who's Gentoro, who's the leader of the Freedom Fighters against Kang's regime, is shaped like a human. Maybe because she took on that form or whatever, but... Yeah. Yeah. There's different different ways around it. Bill Murray is in this film. He is. Good old Bill Murray. Yep. He's here as Lord Krylar, who is again listed in Wikipedia as a human-shaped <laughs> governor. You know what? Maybe the description won't be that apt for KTM O'Brien, but it's True. apt for Bill Murray. Bill Murray is human-shaped. I'm going to say if Bill Murray is anything, he's human-shaped. He's the governor of the Axia community of the Quantum Realm, and he is a friend of Janet Van Dyne, who is Hope's mother. And in the Quantum Realm, Bill Murray is also a, a servant of Kang, and he says that... Uh, he uh, wants to bring in uh, Janet Van Dyne and return her to Kang because she uh, knows how to unlock this power core or whatnot. Yeah. The whole story is that Janet uh, Janet meets Kang who crashes, his ship crashes 
and Kang has this power core which can restore his ship to allow him to leave the quantum realm. Yep. But it's uh, overloads and it starts to take on the sort of uh, will of its own, which means that Janet's the only one that can save uh, the quantum realm, but also in saving quantum realm, she'd be allowing Kang to escape. Correct. Correct. It's essentially just, here's a thing that will make my ship work. They manage to fix it. Because she touches the ship, she can see into Kang's mind, mm-hmm. realizes who it is, and she makes the thing big. So they're both stuck. And Hank Pym, going around with his aunts, Michael Douglas. <laughs> if we haven't linked to the video of Paul Rudd and and, and I know I'm going to reference here, Go on Paul Doug and Michael Douglas hand boning yep. while saying ants in various degrees of sort of. However, they say ants. It's kind yeah. of like if I can kind of do a little rendition here. Go on they're kind of like going ants. Ants! Ants! Like that. Yep. There, there's pauses between the ants. Yep. And then Paul Rudd starts sort of hand-boning on his chest while shouting, Ant-Man! I Ant-Man! Can't wait for about... We'll put that on the screen. Halfway. Or listen to it. About halfway through the outer context. Just yeah. Like, just cut to you going, Ants! You know what? You know what? Let me just mention this now while we're, while we're, while we're recording Because like, my mind's always on the like, back goes in outer context. When we do the outer context, <laughs> you have me shouting Lexo Suga from the Star Wars minor characters episode. Yeah, sure. Because I feel like... I've not got to that yet. Oh, okay. When you get to that, just remember Cause that uh, I want me shouting... What I do it. is every episode, I'll mentally... Right. If I... Like, ants... You'll have a mental... I'll oh, be like, okay, yeah. right, ants. I said, get ants from that episode. Now okay. I'll save... I've got, I've got a folder full of, like, 10-second oh, nice. clips, which are all going to be in the Out of Contest ants. video. There's a, lot, there's a lot in there okay, already. Good. Just get Lexo Suga in there as well while you're waiting. So October is going to be a big Out of Contest video. I can tell right. you that. Uh, you know what? I'm very excited. That's near my birthday, I think. Yeah, it is. Um... I, I remember because I remember, our anniversary is always named when my birthday October 13th is our anniversary. Yeah, that's the, uh, yeah, exactly. That's the day before my birthday. Yeah. So happy birthday to me with a nice outer contest video. I love those videos, by the way. I love them. Yeah, they're, they're Fantastic. Uh, who else shows up in this film? Randall Park. Yep. As Jimmy Woo and little, little, little cameo. Uh, the FBI agent. Uh, the Phoebe agent. I love I like Randall Park as well. I'm a big Randall Park fan. If you've watched Young Rock... No, I haven't. Oh, you've not watched Young Rock? It's no. on Sky, so you wouldn't be able to. I've seen clips. Um, right, okay, if you've seen clips. Um, Randall Park plays himself. Nice. But kind of like a sort of pathetic comedy version of himself. Nice. Where he's like this daytime TV host who has to go around with Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. And uh, he <laughs> and he gets in sort of, you know, uh, little situations where Dwayne Johnson has to help him out of them or whatever. He's kind of trying to cover Dwayne Johnson's life. Yeah. And all the, all the Rock can do is keep telling him stories. But... It's um, it's a fun little show that as well. I've enjoyed it. It's had like, three or four seasons now. Yeah, it's been going for a while. Uh, Baskin Robbins makes a big feature in this film as well. Correct. Because um, Scott Lang used to be a used to work there. Used to work there exactly. Have you ever been to a Baskin Robbins Corey? No. I no, neither have I. And I've been to America, I think, twice or one time. I'm gonna say, do we even have them over here? Uh, do we? That's something you can find out. I'm googling it right now because okay. I've I've never been to the states. Do they just do ice cream or is it kind of just like a confectionery store? Baskin Robbins. Well, I'm guessing they do cake. They do cake. Some kind they of. They like... do ice cream. I know they do ice cream. Yeah, we go. Baskin Robbins is an American chain of ice cream and cake shops owned ah. by brands. Uh, I don't. Oh no, we do. We do have them in the UK. Do do I've never seen one. We've got them. London, I bet. Grimsby. Grimsby. <laughs> Uh, Nottingham. No, wow, flipping Hector. Leicester. Look at where the Nottingham one is. I Manchester, Coventry. Leicester, Manchester. Birmingham. Birmingham. Notice how I do the accent Birmingham, from Birmingham. Yeah, great. 
Manchester's got like unless it's no, it's a different one, like two or three. I was like, it's going to be a southern thing, isn't it? They're going to have one in in London or whatever. But no, they've it's, we, it's we literally we literally north. have one like a bus journey away. A lot of a bit of Grimsby, oh, it'd be, oh, it'd be oh, a Grimsby. long bus yeah, journey, yeah. but it's a bus you can get there by train, away. I think, from like um, probably, Nottingham Station. Probably also can, yeah, yeah. Um, so we have, we have them. We have them. We can we can take a trip to to, to Baskin Robbins together. Uh, they remind me of oh I bet god, the prices this, are extortionate. This is going to be a um, probably actually flash flashback. No, I was going I was going to say oh, it reminds me of this other thing. Yeah. Um, how much is uh, an ice cream cake from Baskin Robbins? Does it tell me? Ice cream cake. I'm I've, I've never understood the phenomena behind ice cream cakes. Never tried it, but I don't think it interests me. Really? Uh, no. I think it would interest me, but I've never understood I'd, I wouldn't it. have a whole cake. No. That's my issue. A quarter? Like, like obviously, if you're buying it for a birthday, you probably don't have a slice anyway. Or a small cake. Oh, mm, yeah, but I don't think we do small Would you ones. have a small cake, though? Well, like an ice cream cupcake. Maybe. Yeah. I could I enjoy that though? I think I'd enjoy that. There's um, no. It reminds me of oh, um, what's that big shopping mall near Sheffield? Meadowhall. Meadowhall. There's a uh, a stall in Meadowhall. All oh, right. A, I think there's cakes. Middy's cookies. That's what it reminds oh, me of. Oh right. <laughs> I've had them before. Never been there. Mm. They're very. I mean, I've been to Meadowhall. I've never been to the. the You've not been to shop. Middy's cookies. What have you been doing yeah. in Meadowhall, man? I'm going to the other <laughs> shops, I guess. Like. Can't think of one in a minute. Just name any shop. It's probably a metal hall. I don't know. Primark. HMV. HMV. Yeah, I've probably been to the HMV. I've probably been to the HMV. I've probably been to the HMV. Waterstones. Yeah, exactly. I've been there. I've yeah. definitely been to Waterstones and Meadow Hall. Yeah, of course. I think that's probably where I got Where's the Wookie? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, let's mention Evangeline Lilly on, as uh, Hope Van Dyne. Yep. She brings uh, the wasp mantle and uh, I really like her sort of yellow and black. So I like, I like the yellow and black. Uh, or black and yellow, black mm-hmm. and yellow, uh, colour palette that that she's got with her helmet, kind of, and, and the wings and stuff. She's been very busy with the Pim, the Pim Van Dyne Foundation, which uses the Pim, the revolutionary Pim particle. Yes. And uh, Evangeline Lilly said that this film will explore her frag- her fragilities and her vulnerabilities from Ant Man and the Wasp. Yep. But to show how powerful and capable she was as a character, which I feel like was very much achieved. Yeah. I really like Hope in this film much more than I think I've. In the first film, she was kind of an accessory to Scott Lang. Yeah. You know, we saw a bit of her potential, but now for these two films, like Ant-Man and the Wasp, has sort of split responsibility with both of them. Yep. And I and I like that as a, as a uh, female and male lead. No, it is. In all fairness, she's really good. Um, mm. Like I say, I vaguely remember the second one, and I also enjoyed her in that as well, but she was really good in this. And overall... I would say, character-wise, at least, and actors-wise, it's a pretty somewhat decent cast of people, and it's pretty... It's solid, mm. I'd say. As a film overall, I mean, what, it's like just under two hours? Well, the, yeah, it's, it's an hour 53. Yeah, so it's like nice and quick. Uh, for the post-credit scenes, we have... Yes, we get two. As you said, we get two, yes, the numerous variants of Kang led by Immortus, yep. who is the sort of pharaoh Yeah, there's like, there's like an Egyptian Kang... There's a, like a future Kang. Future Kang, And yeah. like another weird tall hat Kang. one was like the Orc Kang at the end. Do you see that guy? Where a guy's like... Yeah, yeah, that guy. The sort of Orc <laughs> Kang. Thought, You're really interested. You need a film to be a villain yeah. of. It's like World of Warcraft Kang. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is like that. Lord of the Rings Kang. They commiserate this new Kang. Say, well, why did they outlaw this Kang? Why did they... Was he a very dangerous Kang? See, in my head, I'm like... I don't know, they must have mentioned it, but I don't know if they did. I think they might. They call him, like, the outsider or something. Yeah. When he dies, 
they say like, oh, the outsider is dead. Yeah, and you all want to kill him, but we didn't. Yeah, mm. and then their multiversal uprising. Yes. The next post-credit scene is Loki with Mobius M. Mobius, yes. who is played by Owen Wilson, and they meet another Kang variant, who is Victor Timely, who is yes, and that's his name, who is on Earth in 1901 Great. and is an inventor. Nice, as you described. Yep. Uh, he had grown too hungry for power, too destructive, wiping out planets and universes, was also an entire timeline. Oh, okay, so yeah, he was exiled because he destroyed loads of places. Yeah, yeah, the exile. That's yeah. why. Might look at Immortus as well. It was this sort of Pharaoh Kang, I believe. He might be interesting. Kang, Immortus. They've got a cool name. Uh, Immortus. Very cool name. With a version of Kang was trapped in the Infinity Vortex by four. Immortus... Okay, in the comics. He's in the comics, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like a f- he's a he's a tall hat man. Oh, he's not a tall hat man. In 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 the comics, he's got like a really t- weirdly in the comics, he looks like the mid guy in the middle, the tall hat man. Oh, does he? Yes. Oh. But uh, Lord Immortus. Yeah. It does not look like a fair unless maybe there's a, another variation, but it's like I got no idea. <laughs> Kang. It's Kang in it. Big Kang. Lots of Kangs. Big Kang. Now, the development of this film okay. um, ran from um, ahead of the release of Man of the Wasp in 2018. Uh, director Peyton Reed said there are elements of the plot that uh, still leave a lot to play with, and the heart of the quantum realm, which was introduced in the first Ant Man. Yeah. Uh, they do go into go into a bit of. Um, I'm about to say they go into a bit of the quantum realm. There's a lot of the quantum realm in this film. I say a bit of quantum realm in the previous films, but in this film, it's mainly you know quantum realm, good old. Are lots of CGI to fly a ship. You stick your hands in these weird fleshy things. What do you drink? You drink a little squid. Yeah. Uh, Pharaoh Rama Tut is Egyptian Kang. Ah. Um, also, uh, like I says, for everyone, Carlos and Richard, please see his other. Oh, that nice Kang. Is Orc Kang there? Uh, Iron Lad, Kid Immortus, Scarlet Centurion, Can the Conqueror, Immortus. So Immortus. not Kid Immortus, just right. Immortus. Immortus. Mr. Griffin. No, yes, of course. Um, I love Mr. Griffin. Orc. You see, part of me saw that. Orc Kang. Part of me saw that, and I went, "Is that supposed to be like Comic Kang?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the blue face. That's what I mean. Yeah, so but like, I thought this Kang was kind of supposed to be Comic Kang. Yeah, he but had the yeah, blue, as yeah, well, blue mask as well. Yeah, but as a mask on it. So is this some, is this some doing purple, like the? Purple and green suit. Yeah, true. But I'm like, that's like, like the can colour. purple and green. Doing like a Loki, where it's like, there is. That's that's for comic costume. Yeah. Don't can't get mad. Um, they did that with Loki. They did that very well with Loki, actually. Avenger, Avengers Loki is, I think, the best Loki costume we've got. I'm going to keep saying that because I think the Avengers Loki was the best because it had the horn, a helmet, it had the uh, thing. I do you remember Disney? Do you remember Disney Infinity? The game? Yeah. Yeah. Skylander. It was like yes. Skylanders. Everything was Skylanders. Yep. It was called like Toys to Life or something was the name of the genre. Yeah. I put a lot of hours into Disney Infinity. Nice. The second one, when it was Marvel. Unfortunately, I missed out on Star Wars. One I would have loved to have been around for it, but my interest had waned at that point. Not on Star Wars, obviously. Just on Disney Infinity. Yeah. And I put a lot of hours into Disney Infinity, and I think my Wii had broken by then, so I wasn't really couldn't play it. Yes, yeah, I but, was more of a Skylanders person. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I had Skylanders too when it came out, but yeah. when Disney Infinity started, I was like, oh yeah, cool, Disney characters. But I was really interested in the Marvel ones, you know. But I think that was the only interest for most people. You know, the branded stuff, Marvel, Star Wars, you know. Yeah. The Muppets. The, when, they did, when they did Marvel, mm-hmm. I was all over it. I had all the Avengers, Iron Man, Hawkeye... Black Widow, Hulk, you know, they came out, there was a Spider-Man pack as well, 
Spider-Man, Venom, uh, Green Goblin, all that kind of ones. And there was Loki. Uh, I found out who Orc Kang is. Who's Orc Kang? So uh, this particular variant appears to be most reminiscent of one. F- so essentially, in the comic books, there's a picture um, from the Council of Kangs in the comic, which oh, is yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. that scene. This, yeah. Uh, and in the corner of the comic panel, it's not got a blue face though, but it's like a weird reptile man with a yellow face. Oh, right. So I think it's kind of meant... He's also in the corner, so okay. I think it's kind of meant to be that. Because in the comic, he's got a yellow face for some reason. He's blue in this. Right, okay. So well, it's, blue face it's, like a rep, it's like a reptile man. Reptile Kang. Um, rather than Orc Kang. It's an Orc Kang, Reptile Kang. So Dinosaur yeah. Kang. There's sure. Dinosaur. It's like Spider-Man. It's like um, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Where there's a T-Rex, there's T-Rex Spider-Man. I, uh, which is something they might need to do with this, because I think Spider-Verse is getting... Isn't it weird how this comes out and sort of gets slated a bit, but, but Spider-Man, Spider-Verse gets completely universal love? Yeah. Strange. A real rating for uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I'm going to go over to Corey first, because I think Corey has probably more positive thoughts on this film than I have. Uh, I do have more positive... Well, I, I'm gonna, also going to agree with you, and say I do. Um, I... Like I said before, went into this thinking this is not going to be that bad. I thought, I thought it would be okay, it would be decent. It's a Marvel film, it would be alright, it would be mid-range. I actually enjoyed it. Now, granted, the st- story of this, I was like, a bit meh, kind of middle of the road. So I wasn't, f- I wasn't invested in it, but I also didn't expect to be like whisked away into this massive story of a thing. Some parts were a bit meh, like, oh, Kang's we can't kill him, we've got a massive shield. Oh, here comes all these ants that are now just turning up. And I've got these technological ants that found me by doing whatever, and they all went through the portal and whatever. And I'm like, it's fun, but also, sure. Like, that's how Kang gets killed, pretty much, by ants. And by then, a swarm of giant ants. And then eventually Scott Lang and Wasp finish, finish him off mm. by making him small, presumably. And just sucking him into the power Even core smaller, or whatever yeah. it is. Um, I'm like, okay, but that's, well, obviously that's only that Kang. That's the exiled Kang. That's like the least threatening Kang out of all the Kangs that exist. But overall, I thought it was quite fun. I thought it was fine. I'm teetering between a 6.5 or a 7. I'm probably going to give it a 7. Uh, Paul Rudd of Anthony Lilly, uh, Jonathan Majors, Catherine Newton, uh, Katie O'Brien, uh, Bill Murray, Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Douglas, Corey Stoll. I'm going to give it. First of all, let me just say that nothing against anyone who is in this film, yep. against maybe Jonathan Majors because of the allegations, but uh, Corey Stoll does a really good job as just giant CGI head. Uh, Paul Rudd, if I didn't know as I say, uh, David Dashmal and Katie O'Brien, who I really like. Um, Bill Murray, who always looks really sad and tired whenever he's in films <laughs> nowadays. I don't know whether maybe he should hang it up, but that's his choice, not mine. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer, I, like, I think Michael Douglas has a class act whenever yes. he does things. Yeah. I love falling down. The, Great film. But... For Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, I'm going to give it a five. Mm. Purely purely middle, it's a Marvel film. Yep. There's a couple of laughs, yeah. interesting characters, interesting design, CGI, kind of story that you don't really pay much attention to. You're kind of in it for the maybe the villain and the hero and, and uh, uh, a five. Okay. It's teetering on a 4.5, but I do not want to... I think anything below a five might be a disservice. Yep. So I'm going to give it a five. That's fair. That was our review of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yep. Uh, a lot of Marvel stuff coming up in the pipeline. We'll kind of breeze through it. Uh, Loki Season 2, obviously. 
the Marvels. Yep. Uh, Secret Wars is one of the TV shows coming out with Nick Fury and uh, Talos, Ben Mendelsohn, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Amelia Clark. Uh, a lot of uh, big names coming up for Marvel in the future. Correct. And we'll be uh, happy to happy to cover it when it does come out. Anything yes. in particular you're looking forward to, Corey? Ooh. I'm, I've got to say Secret Invasion. I've got to say Secret Wars. I'm, Secret Invasion sounds I really fun. like it. Yeah. I I'm obviously I'm going to watch Loki two, mm. which I'm kind of looking forward to. I didn't mind the first one; I thought it was alright. Um, it depends. I'm I'm in a weird half and half with Marvel, where I'm like, I always now tend to wait and see like who's in it. Um, yeah, yeah. More of like, oh okay, oh who's who's the villain in this? Oh okay, it's whatever. And I'm like, okay, I might look at that. I might not because there's so much of it now. Reptile Kang. I don't know. What <laughs> reptile Kang. Yeah, Reptile Kang. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. But uh, thank you very much for... Sorry, did I cut off your point? Weekly Rack, Murray. Weekly Rack. Oh, yeah, of course. We're it's your three, Weekly Rack. Three years, Murray. Sorry, it's your Weekly Rack. <laughs> I've had a heck of a day. Yes, you have. We're constant professionals. Um, yeah, so it's mine. So I had an idea for this. Um, when, I was, when I was watching Ant-Man, and I got to the end of Ant-Man, and I thought, wait a minute. I was like, oh, I've just figured something out. Thought, oh, this is funny. Um... On a tangent, I also got here, and as 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 we do for the radio show, we played music before and afterwards. So I thought mm. I'll look up the uh, the Ant Man soundtracks to see if there's any actual songs that you know are, are real kind of you know, not songs made for the film. There isn't. A uh, little side wreck before my actual wreck. Some of these song names, whoever named these songs, are having a fun time. Um, you've got Fifty Shades of Kang. Nice. Uh, you've got uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Energy Core. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's Kang. He saw. He conquered. Nice. nice, nice. Uh, Kang Bang. Skip, skip that one. Uh, my probably personal favorite, Alien Ant Harm. A nice, very nice. Alien Ant Harm. Uh, Lang versus Kang. Okay. Someone's definitely had a good time naming. They it have, is. yeah. They've had a good um, whale of a time. But it's not my wreck. Um, so, I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm going to see if you can answer me this. Okay. Can you uh, please name me a film? That features one, a character who is a weird blob like alien, and uh, another character that can, uh, but is tall Quite and large. can grow in yeah, size. Yeah. Uh, Giant, we might say. Yes. Uh, what is that film? Also, might have an alien in it. Yeah. Yeah. Are we talking about monsters versus yeah. aliens? Yeah. Give me some. Tell me about Monsters vs. Aliens, Corey. <laughs> I was watching this, and that whatever his name was, was it, I can't remember what it was. was it Ze- I can't remember it was Zeb or some, like some weird. Um, the Blob. Yeah. yeah. Ant Man Free Blob. Um, the one with holes. When he wants holes, he doesn't get holes, and he gets them in the end. He does get. He does end up getting. Zeb. That's it. Zeb. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's like Bob. He is like Bob. He's and red. I went, wait Bob's a minute. Blue though. <laughs> yes, he is. I went, wait a minute. That also features a woman that grew in size. Well, it's <laughs> now just yeah. permanently tall. It's also got like a lizard thing in it as well. <laughs> yeah. I think Ant-Man Ant- and the Wasp Quantumania is ripping off monsters versus aliens. And a small cockroach. And a small Or whatever cockroach. he is. He's a cockroach, isn't he? I guess it could be an ant. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I've not thought about that film I in like ages. I, I, the one thing I have to say about that is the general in that film is called Warmonger. <laughs> Isn't that his name or something? He's called General Monger, and his first name is uh, starts with a W and an AR. I think so. Let me have a little look. See. And the president is Stephen uh, Stephen Colbert. If, if yes. I'm, uh, um, if I'm still correct. But yeah, I've not thought about this movie. Neither have I, Corey. I watched it in cinema 
Yeah, General W. R. Monger. Yeah, that's right. Um, I yeah, I watched this film in cinemas, and I have not touched it since. Give it a high rating, Corey. It's, it's a solid. It's still it's a solid film. It's not great. We might actually review it. We may actually review it. Maybe when October comes around or something. Uh, yeah. So this, this is this is going off of like whenever this film came out, two thousand nine. So this is like what we're talking like fourteen years ago. I've got this on DVD. I I I, I remember. I'm gonna give it a liking se- this film. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Okay. In hindsight, bearing in mind I've not seen this film about fourteen years. Right, okay. And if we end up reviewing it, that may change. Right. It's have... got a suspended rating. Yes. Because um, all I can remember about this film, other than Bob and Gigantus... And the concept of monsters versus aliens, Corey. Yeah. That was a big concept to hang, to hang your film on. Even though it's technically monsters versus a robot, but... Sh- no, no, the, the alien commands the robot. He's called Zathtar or yeah, something, true. isn't he? Um, all I can remember is... Zartan, the, or whatever his name, whatever his name yeah, is. It's the president plays Axel F. Yeah. On the piano. and <laughs> on, the, co- on the electronic keyboard. And the cockroach uh, breakdances. Yes. That's all I can remember from this movie. I remember when the general goes around on a jetpack. <laughs> he's on a jetpack all the time. And he flies near... Because the woman gets giant. Yes. And he, fly, he, has, he has to fly up to her head to talk to her. Yes, And he's he on does. like a jetpack. Yeah. Like, like that. Yeah. I also remember the keyboard bit. Yeah. He just gets like blown up or something. I can't yeah, yeah. Well. I remember the trailer. Do you remember the trailer? Kind of. Film? It was the guy running towards like the bunker and... When he was running, he had to like scan his eye, his face, and his butt. Yes, and that was like the joke. That was like yeah. the joke button. Was it was like putting a butt on the copy machine? Yeah. What a humour that was! What a great humour that was! What a film! Monsters versus yeah. aliens. You're giving it a seven point five. Yep. Class. Thank you very much. Now we can actually conclude <laughs> yes, the episode. Now you can end with show, Marie. Yeah. Sorry. Even though I should have <laughs> waited for Monsters versus Aliens because I love exactly. Monsters versus Aliens. Exactly. Exactly. That proves, folks. Don't don't rush into finishing things too soon. Nope. Got to get but them wrecks. Thank you. Got to get them wrecks. Got to get them wrecks. A very strong weekly wreck there from Corey. Uh, thank you very much for listening and watching the real show. That was our review of uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. It is a goodbye from me. Goodbye and a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.